Hi everyone, this is Matt Price, one of the hosts for the longest-running Dynasty-focused podcast on the planet, the DLF Dynasty Podcast. Each week, we'll bring you an episode packed with relevant and actionable Dynasty information that you can use to help win your league. When I'm in the host chair, we might even play a game or two. We are always open to topic suggestions, so if there's something you'd like to hear us discuss, please let us know. Thanks for listening. Vaccines are overrated. Measles isn't that bad. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Hey, wait, Mike, this isn't our podcast. Hold on. What? This what are you isn't talking? our podcast. How Where about are this? We? Let's try this one. DLFFamilyPodcast.com and a DLF family of podcasts. That's Stompy Sam Lane. You know, I think I'm coming around to the uh, not getting any vaccines. I'm I'm pretty healthy. <laughs> yeah, I've never had measles. I wouldn't start vaccine conversation around Shane. <laughs> That's Michael. Shane has Blitz. never had a vaccination. That is Michael Blitz Sipes. <laughs> Michael Blitz Sites. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> That's Jeremy the Madman. I'm here. <laughs> we That's, can start now. That's Shane the Shane. <laughs> hey, so the Shane. I got a joke for everybody. Has anyone ever heard the Aristocats before? Oh, no. Family walks into a town. No, 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 no. The Aristocats. Crats? Crats. Aristocrats. <laughs> John, John, John! How much editing are you gonna do to this show? Oh, <laughs> He's gonna so do it right now. Oh, so much editing! I a family am... walks into a talent agency. <laughs> He's wearing his shirt. Do we really have to let this go? Do you, you guys would let. No, this we don't have go. to let this go. Uh, we, we don't have time for this. <laughs> no, please don't. No, in, in real life, in real life, I would have let Shane do it, and then when I edit it, it wouldn't even be there because Shane would never listen, so he wouldn't know. <laughs> Oh, man, you're a better man than I am. You just let it go and edit it out later. That's <laughs> You're willing to take on the work. I am John, got my Trades IQ from Trades HQ Hogan. This is a Super Flex Super Show. And as you can tell, we have got three of the absolute best humans on Earth on the show this week. The three <laughs> well, makes me I feel really bad about myself. <laughs> We've got what? three of the best humans in Stompy. <laughs> so, Jesus. You're, you're always on this show, man. I haven't figured out how to get rid of you if I wanted to. Uh, you're the one that invited me. I don't know. We have got three amazing guests. We've got three of uh three of my absolute favorites. The the three hosts of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast from the DF Network, and we are going to break down some of your trades, some listener trades on the show today with the guys who uh, invented the process for doing it. So, guys, first of all, thanks for coming on. And yeah. uh, what uh, what do you guys have lined up on the show uh, for this 2019 off season? 
Well, non first of all, thanks scoring. for having us. Um, in addition to phasing out Shane from the podcast altogether, what we're planning <laughs> on doing, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, they can tell you more about it, these guys. No, what are you talking about? First of all, if you were talking about this show and you said we we're going to talk about trades, we brought along a bunch of Shane trades to talk about, oh it, which is he something new. We day. never do that, but we figured for this show we'd bring in a lot of Shane trades to talk about. But Definitely. going uh, – Shane? Your oh, face is right up to the we, microphone. We only brought one of my trades, and um, I'm actually uh, probably going to be leaving the podcast to start a weekly Aristocrats uh, podcast. <laughs> and, oh, you uh, stole nice. my idea? <laughs> you were my guest. You're the guest on this podcast right now. You yeah. cannot steal intellectual property from the host. Hey. I trademarked. Called yourself shameless John. I actually trademarked it. Wait a second. First of all, John was probably recording all that pre-show stuff, so he has evidence that he said it first. So, Um, but we. But we do. We have a lot going on this offseason. The offseason is always the most fun part of doing the show with these guys. We started in the offseason. Um, and and when you get into the regular season, everybody's all into the leagues and into their lineups and all that kind of crap. But we as do. soon as the offseason off happens, everybody just wants to hear stuff and get their content and get all their, their guests and everything. And we've got a great lineup of guests coming in the next couple of months, uh, next couple of weeks, actually. Actually. So it's been a lot of fun, and we're really excited to do it. And we were very happy to come jump on your show when you invited us to come on. Yeah, thanks very much for having us, guys. Literally, we could probably record a show every other day. We have so much to talk about and so many guests lined up. Uh, there's only so long of an off season, right? Uh, <laughs> but we 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 almost couldn't make time for this. Um, we talked <laughs> to Shane. We were like, "Hey, Shane." We know you had the day off today. Um, your kids were out of school. Do you think you'll be well rested? And can you join us? And can we do this as a podcast? And, and what'd you say? You said, yeah, as long as I get a nap in. What? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, look, that was my only prerequisite. And that's my only prerequisite to most things is getting a nap in. Yeah. So uh, I took a nap. I'm just excited to be on the show with John. One of, yeah. uh, geez, one of my first uh, like friends on this whole Twitter Dynasty yep. Twitter yeah. land world. And then, of course, the man that won Scott Fishbowl, uh, Stompy Sam Lane, uh, who is also a scientist, I, I was just made aware. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Stomp, yeah. Stompy. So you should listen to me about not getting vaccinations. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to die, so I'm gonna just get and skip that part. Um, you see, want, now you. You, you guys make fun of me for saying stuff about SFB8. I didn't have to say it. I didn't even have to bring it up. So, there. I just knew you were going to, so I figured I'd get it out. <laughs> I appreciate because that. I just teed it up for you. Like, he's, just, he's, so, no, if you're in a league with Sam and you're in a DM thread, every every message of his starts with, Hi, this is Stompy. I won Scott Fishbowl. <laughs> What's up, guys? Here's the one thing I want to say <laughs> is yep, that... That's it, actually pretty close. <laughs> All you people on Twitter, it's embarrassing that just because he won the Scott Fishbowl and he's a superstar now, I mean, don't be, don't, I mean, don't embarrass yourselves. The autographs that you're seeking, all, hey, I'm going to follow you, follow me on Twitter. I mean, the guy has a lot to give. And just because you want to be friends with somebody who won the Scott Fishbowl, I mean, show some self respect. (laughs) (laughs) Have a little dignity. Really? No, nah, right. I like I like people fawning over me. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's you true. He it. does. You earned it. 
<laughs> All right. I think we met our quota on that for the week, though. So let's get to some trades. <laughs> and the first one up is uh, from our man Shane. He uh, he he made a trade, and uh, we'd love to talk about it. So let's hear about it, Shane. So, uh, yeah, while we were waiting to get the show on the road here, uh, as they say <laughs> in show business, that's a show business term. Um, Shane, break a leg. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I went ahead and traded Antonio Brown. Oh, wait, let me not tell you what side I'm on. Okay. Uh, there was a trade. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. Wait, oh, okay. So Antonio Brown, uh, say it with your chest. Uh, Antonio, say it with your chest, Brown. Uh, for the 104, Christian Kirk, a 2022nd and a 2021st second. Okay, so we did this actually, like you said, prior to coming on the air tonight, you were talking about it, and you had prefaced it by telling us that you had just traded for Antonio Brown, what, within the last couple of days? No, and no, now no, you're I ready traded. to get out of it again? No, pop, pop. Um, I actually... <laughs> I, had actually pop, pop. <laughs> I had actually traded for him about, I want to say, at least um, one domestic violence incident and one, Whoa. say chest instagram uh, allegedly allegedly alleged and one alleged instagram incident. that's what that means okay so, so i reason- saw this on our on our show sheet it says uh, i last month i traded for ab prior to the domestic incident and yesterday's instagram rant i forgot that ab was involved in any of that and so i thought you were talking about your own domestic uh. incident <laughs> An ensuing Instagram rant, and awesome. I, I, and I realized that our, the format of this show was taking a totally different direction. And I'm totally <laughs> Who do you think it. Shane this, is? <laughs> yeah, um, well, that's actually going to be part of my new podcast. Is where we discuss issues like that, and then I ran on Instagram, Instagram about it. So yeah, I, I, I did trade for him a month ago because I was like, hey, buy low, and little did I know that. That that's not even the lowest yet. So I'm I'm absolutely terrified of uh, Antonio Brown, and I am trying to just vanquish him from all my rosters. Okay, and that's why I brought it up. The reason I brought it up was because making this trade that you made, you were saying that you had given up more than that to get AB, whether it was a couple of days ago or a month ago, either way. And so this this trade that you were doing here, you said that you were getting less than what you gave up. So what we were, what we had talked about with you was that at this point right now, it doesn't matter what you did last month. It doesn't matter what you did last week. It doesn't matter how you got the player. If you're ready to move on from the player and you really feel like you need to do it then you go for a trade like that and so in that case i liked the trade for you it was funny that even after you made the trade and you're putting it on the show sheet you're like oh shit this is a 2021 second i didn't even realize so you (laughs) had made a trade and you didn't even know it was a 2021 pick till you had to write it in writing but uh the worst part of that is no matter what i'm tied to this league for another two years i think (laughs) i gotta i gotta see how this trade plays out you know what i mean (laughs) Well, yeah, sure. But I I think the point really is, you know, it doesn't matter what you give or what you do in a trade. As soon as the trade's done, it's over. So if you're ready to move on from the guy, it doesn't, you can't try to get the same value you got out of him if you can't do it. And And right now is nice. Right, that, and that's what, a really good pick to have. But that's but he gave up the one hundred two at the time, or what it was it? You yeah, said? yeah. So basically, yeah. I gave up the one hundred two, the two twelve, um, a twenty twenty first, and a twenty twenty second at the time. So the way I, I look at it is that I moved back a couple of draft spots. Obviously, the one two to the one four this year. I got Christian Kirk 
back or not back. I should say I got Christian Kirk instead of having a 2020 first. Yeah. And then I just randomly picked up another second. From, you know, Here, here's the, the thing. Next you, decade. You, you accepted a net loss over this time frame. But if you wait any longer, I don't know what's going to happen with Antonio Brown. You might not get what you just traded for. The 104 in Christian Kirk is a, a good return. You get the 20, 20 second. I, you'd like to get more, but chances are if you hold on to him, you'll get less. So you're net, you have a net loss that's small. It could be really big if you waited longer. Hey, John Hoke. John Hoke. Yes, sir. John. <laughs> Shane. <laughs> so uh, I, I feel like we're, we're being kind of pushy. And Shane. I would like us to step back. No, no, man, you're good. <laughs> Uh, I, the the context is important, and you know, like Sipes is saying, this is it's it, it's pretty important to be able to step into that mindset. I absolutely hate sending a trade offer for a player who's lost some value and getting back. No, that was my first round pick. You know, in the startup, it's like we we did the startup two years ago. He yep. is not your first round pick anymore. He is not a first round pick anymore. Get it's just an it. asset. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, by the way, yeah, because like people ADP, are worried about sunk costs. They're like, oh, I have this much invested in it. They're so focused on sunk costs and confirmation bias that they, they got to see something else before they move. You'll lose. If you're not like Shane, you're going to lose more. You're just going to lose bigger. If um, and, and if they're using those ADP arguments, I understand them within like the first few weeks mm-hmm. of the okay. season. But like right. once you get beyond that, those are just not – not viable anymore they're not they're not good arguments they value and and whether i mean in dynasty we do value long i mean we we look at long-term value but we've seen value change week to week sometimes yeah it's not a snapshot it's not a snapshot yeah so adp is not a valid argument when it comes to trading unless it's like directly after the draft you know, there, there's one other point, like when I was saying about don't worry about what you did before, you need to do what you can do now, because like Jeremy said, you might end up getting nothing back from There's a lot of people that, at least now, they're starting to get into like some kind of contract leagues or salary cap leagues with some of these players. And that's a big thing to learn about when you're in a league like that. If you have a player that has like a huge contract and that player is not performing for you or not doing well or not doing what you need him to do don't be afraid to drop the guy or trade the guy because if you somebody goes well i have a hundred dollars into him and if i drop him i'm gonna lose 30 percent yeah well you you lose a hundred percent if the player's not doing anything for you so drop the guy don't make sense yeah exactly and a lot of people are afraid to do that because they're like either they paid the money or they don't think that they can get out of it and it's similar to do doing a trade like this shane was kind of concerned about well i'm gonna lose out in this trade but it doesn't matter if you don't do anything not saying that it's guaranteed that Antonio Brown's going to be completely washed. But if you don't do anything soon, possibly you'll get nothing out of it. So exactly. the and I have a Christian- totally different style than Shane does as far as managing teams, but he's proven that his style works. I, I mean, I, I'm comfortable with my way of doing things, but sure. you can't trust everybody else's values. You have to come up with a way to do it yourself. And the cool thing about Shane, and I don't even want to tell him this because he's going to gr- grin ear to ear, is that he doesn't get hung up on that. He's not going to overanalyze stuff until he's like stuck in a corner, like not sure what to do. He's just going to make a move. He's going to do something, and then he's going to ask after. He's like he's like the shoot first, ask questions later guy. I love that about him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice. and it makes sense sometimes. Don't overanalyze. Just like 
do what you think you need to do. Yeah. Nice. So we're operating in two and a half dimensions here. Everything behind <laughs> us, everything in the past, it no longer exists. We're like a, we're like first generation video games where we, once you scroll okay. far <laughs> enough ahead, everything behind you is no longer in existence. Correct. Which, you can't get back a, to it. Which is an excellent way to to go about this. So yeah. that being said, though, Stompy, in a uh, who wins this trade, Stomp? I was, oh my! I, I you know, mean, I think I, I think I'm going to lean the Antonio Brown side, but I uh, advocated for selling Antonio Brown this off season, so I do not blame Shane for trying to get out from under him. And I think you got a decent haul with that first, really, yeah. really what amounts to two firsts in Christian Kirk and um, the 1.04. Yeah, you know, and it's funny to begin the off season. Um, I, I was at the opposite vein. I'm like, ah, there's no reason to worry about Antonio Brown. He's going to be fine. He's going to go somewhere. He's going to be fine. And then it just feels like every week something new comes out, and I'm like, oh my god! Like now I'm at the point where, um, you know, I mentioned the Instagram rant, and he was talking about he only wants to play for guaranteed money because his his contract isn't guaranteed anymore. Um, so I'm like, oh man, this dude's making too 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 much noise about not playing for, for you know unless he gets guarantees. Like he's really making me nervous that we might not even see him next year. Right, you know, he's that- thirty years old. The thirty years old is a reason why you might not see him for very long. So that's another reason. If if you were talking about you gave Mike Evans for that haul, or you gave somebody else that was younger yeah. and not a problem. You wouldn't do it. But you're talking about a 30-year-old wide receiver tied to Ben Roethlisberger, who apparently, based on the metrics, when when Big Ben isn't throwing to him, he has not a good game. So I don't know. He's probably going to be successful somewhere else. But for how long, number one, you're going to have Christian Kirk for a while, that 104. Let's say you draft, uh, oh, I don't know, Elijah Holyfield at 104. That could be, which would be an amazing <laughs> Back to get at 104. Um, I'm just saying that's a guy I like. But whatever, you'll draft somebody stupid. But at any rate, <laughs> whatever happens, I don't mind that haul for a guy who's 30 years old who's not going to be catching passes from his BFF anymore. I'm oh, they're not BFF. I think you made. Yeah, no, they're not. And I think you made an. I think this deal is good for you because I think that the trade value is just going to keep dropping. And Antonio Brown, 30. Big Ben, no more. It's it's a no-brainer for me. You did good. It's funny, too. For people out there that are always asking for advice, what should I do to trade? What should I do? This? One of the tips to do with a trade like this is when all this stuff came out about Antonio Brown, even today, like two different things came out today. And I did screen captures of both of them, and I sent them in the group chat with Jeremy and Shane. And then Shane's response was, oh, shit, I got to get out from under. Yeah, he immediately so, traded so, him away, so, yeah. So, the point is, is if you're in some of these DM chats or a Voxer chat or whatever with a bunch of people in your leagues, feel people out. See what people react or what people get upset or what people think about when they hear a certain news report that may or may not really even have anything to do with what's going to happen in football. And sometimes you can 
worm your way into a trade in there or get rid of a player when somebody else is afraid to. And and today, I just thought it was really funny when I shared that and Shane goes, oh, I got to get out from under him. And then we start the show tonight and Shane's like, I got this one trade. I'm going to do this. And and then he said, the only other share I have of Antonio Brown is in a best ball thing or something or no, in a mock draft. And you said, I can't trade him away because it's a mock. That's funny. Yeah, I got him in a couple leagues, but I'm, I'm still, I'll be trying to move him later tonight. <laughs> so that was a long <laughs> John will cut that down to be a smooth three minutes. <laughs> it was good with a bunch of different advice. It didn't necessarily have to just be about the one trade. Oh, look at all this yeah. now. For sure. Well, let's get to some of our uh, our listener trades. So real quick, you can send your trades to at Superflex Show, any one of us individually. I'm at Superflex Dude. Sam's at FF Stompy and James is at underscore James the Brain. We'd all love to uh, be able to retweet them, help you get more comments and votes, sometimes analyze them right here on the podcast. And by the way, you can also send them to these guys. Do you prefer them at Trades H- Dynasty Trades HQ? Is that, is that yeah, where at, yeah, at yeah. Dynasty Trades HQ on Twitter or at Dynasty Trades HQ Pod at Gmail works too. I mean, Dynasty Trades HQ Pod at Gmail. Sorry. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, just so, send it a wolf. We'll get it. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But Bet- between between all of us, yeah, we'll we'll get to it somehow. So yeah, yeah and we all retweet each other and everything. So <laughs> yeah, and in fact, this first one actually came to both the Trades HQ podcast and to Stompy individually. It's from Dynasty FF Addict on Twitter. It's a twelve team tiered PPR. I haven't seen very many of those yet. That's kind of mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, point one point per carry. And uh, Superflex with a tight end premium. Hmm. So this is Corey Davis, Geronimo Allison, and Kirkwood. What the hell's his first name? He probably Keith. doesn't have one. Keith. Keith, Keith. Keith, yeah. Keith Kirkwood. Yeah. Okay. He probably doesn't have one. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Sure. <laughs> That's the type of name. I already that decided I wanted the other side. I, I haven't seen it. I, I can't open these links, so quiet. Let's hear what the trade is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to back it up, Davis, Allison, Kirkwood for Antonio Callaway, Robert Foster, and Chris Godwin. Callaway and Godwin side for me. Yeah, I, this was this one was pretty easy for me too. I You're love Callaway. I like on the on the Callaway Godwin side. Yeah, Mike. Corey Davis and what were the other two pieces with Corey Davis? Geronimo Allison, 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 and, and it oh. doesn't matter. See, that's that's the yeah, thing that kills yeah. it. The other two are just nothing. So you, you're getting it's Corey two Davis pieces. for Callaway and Godwin, yeah. and also Foster, which that's a nice throw in. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'd have to go on that side too, even though I yeah. love Corey Davis, but I like Godwin. And and, 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 and and you know what? When people look at trades like this, the thing I would uh, encourage everyone to do is break it down into. Three separate assets. Don't look at the, uh, you know, we're not trying to put a bill through Congress and throw some riders in there. Callaway, Godwin, and Foster. Can you trade them right now for more than what you can trade Corey Davis, Geronimo Allison, and Kirkwood for? Yes. Probably. Yeah, essentially you can't get anything for those other two pieces. So, yeah, at this point right now, that would be right. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people say, oh, I want the best piece. And I could, I can see the argument that Davis is the best piece in the draft. So, Arguably, I mean, yes, but yeah, you know, I mean, you can also argue God, Godwin, is, yeah. right? Yeah. But Godwin's right behind him, and then you have Robert Foster, who's already been productive. Callaway, who's had some flashes, um, but Callaway's I don't know. Amazing. 
Uh, yeah. He's going to be very good. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 he he definitely has a profile from college. Whereas like with Kirkwood, you know him because he had a couple touchdown receptions from Drew Brees, and then um, Allison's a restricted free agent, I believe. <laughs> and I don't know if he comes back to Green Bay. So, right. You know, one other point, um, Stompy. We we talked about it on the show last month that the time frame of the year makes a difference as well. And you know, being in February right now, like Jeremy was saying, if you make a trade like that, you still have months to go till football starts again. So you have the opportunity to move some of those pieces and try to do something else. If this was one week before the season started, maybe you might look at it differently and say, "Oh shit, I need Corey Davis on my roster" or something, and it might make a difference. But at this time of the year, I. I think I agree with both of you guys and I would go with that other piece regardless of whether I thought Corey Davis was the best piece in the trade. And oh, I think you, Shane's going for Corey Davis the way he's doing Yeah, you're it. all wrong. Yeah, um, see, I knew he was going to say that. You can tell that's just by his so, face. So just real quick, I, I, this, to me, this is this whole trade, the reason I bring this up is because it's such an indictment on Corey Davis. That's the it entire, is. It entire is. problem here for me. So yeah, I want to hear what you think, Shane. Well, really, the, the indictment should be on the Tennessee Titans coaching staff. And I, I can't even be mad at Mariota because, again, I, I say it just about every time his name is brought up. He could not feel his hand for most of the year. It's very hard to throw that way. Um, I don't know if you've ever, like, slept on your hand and then like, tried to light a cigarette. You can't the stranger. Well, I'm not a smoker. I, I was going to say, yeah, he ruined it, it by saying <laughs> yeah, we, like, we were all thinking it. So. Yeah. Okay, well, I wasn't. So imagine trying to throw a football. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I look at the upside. I think Corey Davis still has wide receiver one upside. I like Chris Godwin. He doesn't. Um, Geronimo Allison was actually pretty good for Green Bay, um, and he was on his on his way to have a really good season last year before he got injured. Um, and you saw when MVS got in there, MVS wasn't able to fill that role. Um, he, you know, had a couple good games, but really couldn't fill that role. Um, so I don't think Allison is just a throw in. Kirkwood is clearly just that's one of those. All right, I need to get you know I'm going to have too many players on my roster, so I'm sending them. <laughs> to, you know. But upside, you know, and I like Godwin. I think his upside's a two though, as long as you know he's sitting there with Mike Evans on the other side, where Marcus Mariota, I'm assuming, is going to be able to feel his arm. Enhanced this this year. Yeah, that's a lot of hypotheses to yep. try to prove that Corey Davis is the win. With that, here's the thing: Antonio Callaway can become a wide receiver one. Let's just say he and Corey Davis aren't that far apart. Godwin probably not, like you said, a wide receiver one. I don't know. You let's just say you assume he's going to be a wide receiver two at some point. A wide receiver two and Godwin. Wide receiver one potential in Callaway because no, he absolutely no, has no. everything that it takes to be. A, yes, he does. He has everything it takes to be a wide receiver one, and he's catching <laughs> passes from who? Who's he catching passes from? Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think those two pieces are more valuable than Corey Davis and that other trash. But yeah, I mean, you might have the best piece if Corey Davis becomes what you expect him to become. Because he's still a specter of your imagination. Still, I like him, but he's still just part of your imagination. And in different people's leagues, if you go up to the top and pull down scores and points, Corey Davis still isn't there that he needs oh, to be, which, which is too. what you're talking about. Yeah. So what's the next one? Next one from our friend Trader Joe. And mm -hmm. uh, this is a... I like that guy. Yeah, yeah he's a good dude. He sent this as Superflex Show. 
It's a 12-team PPR super flex with a tight end premium. This is DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup, a 2020 second, a 2021 second for Mike Evans, Derrick Henry, Traquan Smith, and two 2020 firsts. I want, the, I want the Evans side. Thanks. I gotta take a pee. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving this in. You know, you can Jeremy. just go. You don't have to. Know. <laughs> by the way, hey Jeremy. By the way, they don't edit the show like we do, so the whole world knows. <laughs> Christ, it's like I can't take you guys out in public. Um, everyone expects the worst of me. Oh my god. Yeah of people and it's like oh i apologize <laughs> yeah, the adult um, this time that's so i, I gotta be honest with you, the, the nook side won pretty easy and i think that's that's well not pretty easy 57 to 43 percent i love the evans side um even if you're incorrect and you think that nook is better than evans which is incorrect um i think one of those 2020 uh excuse me one of those 21sts one of those 2020 first round picks and Evans is more than enough for uh, Nook. And then, you know, you're basically looking at a 2020 second and a 2021st second for Derrick Henry, Trey Quan Smith first. I, I like this. I like that side a lot. I mean, I yeah. flip Derrick Henry to anyone that'll take him, but I, I'll take the Evans side because I think Evans is, as usual, uh, underrated because he's just as good as DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but that's just me. Who do no, you have ranked higher, Shane? Um, I haven't actually done rankings in a little bit. Uh, they are pretty badly outdated. I would just do a tier at this point, and they'd both be in uh, that first tier of wide receivers for me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that case. Uh, like Sam pointed out at the beginning when we were uh, before we did the show about my Mike Evans stuff I have on the wall here. I, I like the Mike Evans side, and I agree with you about saying Mike Evans and one of those picks would be fair enough for uh, yep. for for DeAndre Hopkins. So uh, I would definitely take the Mike Evans side with the firsts and all that kind of stuff and move those other pieces because I agree with you. I don't care about those other pieces, but I do like the Mike and the firsts. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, I think I think I agree. Um I I I'm pretty sure I heard say I heard Shane say that you're wrong if you think Nuck is better than mm-hmm. Evans. Yes, okay. he did I say just, that. Yes. I just wanted to reiterate that. So if you want to go yell at DFF Shane <laughs> on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Don't be the so, first time. Yeah, I was going to say. that happened. Um, but yeah, I, I think the 2021st do it for me. I, I didn't even, I heard Nuck Cooper Cup to 20 or 2022nd to 2021 second. And who was the other player? Yeah. On the Nuck side? Uh, I think that was it. No, oh, really? Well, so, uh, so yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, Hopkins Cup, Cup Cooper and Cup. Uh, the two the two picks yeah, future I, seconds then then you have evans who i mean if we really want to go by rankings is top five wide receiver and then you have Traquan smith who could end up being the wide receiver two for a drew Brees led offense derrick henry who knows exactly how it's going to go but the way that they leaned on him at the end of the season he could be their rb1 and actually get a lot more work and then I you like add it. the tw- and then you add the two 2021sts, which I love that class. Absolutely. I, I think, and I, I didn't, what was the percentages on this one? 
53% on the Hopkins side. 47. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and to me, that's just that's more name recognition than anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 57%. It, to me, to me, it's a it should be landslide on the other side. You know what I think it could be also is that people see uh, new uh, Diop and then they see uh, Cooper Cup and they go, okay, yeah. that one. You know, and then they click it without even finishing the rest. Right. The the yeah. other thing you say about Henry too is whether you believe he's going to be an RB one or not. There's a lot of people out there that do think that or that do value him. So, like Shane says, do the trade and then see what you can get for Henry because you may get another first. Who knows? You might. Yeah, get and even at what else. he scored last year, I think it's still. A yeah, because there's still is better on that side on the Evans side. Even if you expect Henry to just do what he did last year, like in total points over the year, it would still be that side would be my pick. And Henry shows up. Henry to do anything better. Yeah, and he shows up a lot in some of the polls that we get questioned about. So it would be a way to move another piece to get another pick, possibly, or or a better player that you'd like. So cool. John, do you not um, vote on these? <laughs> yeah, there's no vote attached to it. I'm John's just, just doing his hosting do. hat. Yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just keeping it flowing. It's uh, All right. yeah. Uh, especially because these two have both been really hard, and uh, I don't. don't... <laughs> you picked some really tough ones. I I, I, I commend you. Well, mo- I mean, some are tougher than others, but I'm looking ahead to the next one, and it's actually a toughie. A toughie. I'm definitely... all I can see is lines. I can't see anything. So, what's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> tough, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have an opinion on this one, though. Let's let's uh, let's see where this goes. So, this is from Jeremiah Jeremiah Bear, and it came to both the Superflex show. In the Trades HQ account. It's a Dynasty PPR Superflex, Aaron Rodgers, and Sony Michelle for Christian McCaffrey. And it's a Superflex. Yeah. There is some context. Superflex. The, the, the team with Aaron Rodgers also owns Mahomes and Mayfield. Oh, well, then it's no question you take Christian McCaffrey. You, I you already don't know ha- if I agree with that. Well, if you already have Holmes, uh, wait, you're saying he are, he has three quarterbacks and he's going to trade the quarterback and Sony Michelle to get Christian McCaffrey. You mm-hmm. already have. Oh, but, but you're, yeah, it's a super flex and you have that. I, I don't I mean, know. I maybe, still take- maybe straight up. I could see that, but mm-hmm. that, that Sony Michelle part of that trade. Yeah, if you flip uh, Rodgers for McCaffrey, I, I feel like Sony Michelle and Rodgers is is maybe giving away too much of your team just because you're like, I have a surplus of quarterbacks, which you want to have in a super flex. That's a great position to be in. I love that spot, but, you know, yeah, I, 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 would... I would trade for McCaffrey because that's my guy. I want him. But then why are you giving Michelle on top of it in a super flex? Wouldn't it just be good enough to give away Rodgers for McCaffrey? In most cases, I don't know. I I'm uncomfortable giving away the quarterback and Sonny Michelle for McCaffrey. Would I do it? I I probably would, but I think that that guy's selling a little too low um, yeah. on Rodgers and Michelle. Who knows? Maybe That's, I jumped on it too quick, but I still think that I would go with the Christian side. I love Christian McCaffrey, so yeah, I'm biased. Let's move on to you guys. <laughs> That's exactly it for me, though. I don't. I why, I don't feel like you should have to add to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, really, for anybody in a super flex, he is my one hundred and one. But you know, to to add a, a starting running back, that's just that's overkill. They're they're even if you you know you undervalue quarterbacks, you overvalue running backs. You still shouldn't have to add nearly that much. 
Well, no. If you're sitting in a position happen. where you have Mahomes, Mayfield, and Rodgers, that's a great spot to be in. Yeah, don't give away don't one give of your a, quarterbacks. Yeah, don't be don't don't give discounts just because you've got a surplus. That's, as long as he was getting Christian problem. McCaffrey that's in a draft benefit. pick, maybe maybe Aaron Rodgers and Sony Michelle for Christian McCaffrey in a low first. I don't know something else. I don't. It just isn't kind of balanced in my opinion. Is there yeah. a poll number going on on it? Well, yeah, it's, it's almost two to one in favor of McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, which is ah. just wrong. So I just want to let the 333 voters who were involved in this, if you voted for Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> you are wildly incorrect because just like everyone else just said, Aaron Rodgers for Christian McCaffrey in a super flex, I don't even know if that's fair. That should be the Aaron Rodgers. I think that's I think that's okay. That's I acceptable. I if think I so need too. a running back and I'm getting Christian McCaffrey for getting rid of well, my three quarterbacks, I think it's fine, Shane. But, that's Shane, but I, kick if ass. I could finish, yeah, I was going to actually finish the time. No, you're cut off. So, but I could see doing Aaron Rodgers straight up for Christian McCaffrey. But then, just like you guys said, then you're like, oh, but here, here's this RB. What? I, worst case scenario for Sony Michelle. RB2 here I'm just going to throw yeah. this guy on so then I have to backfill the position that I just filled with Christian McCaffrey just what are you doing don't do that I hope you didn't accept that trade um Aaron Rodgers Sony Michelle guy don't do that if it's too late then um I'm sorry don't do that again there's just <laughs> no reason to do that and I'm not even big on Sony Michelle I'm in a league that I own him in I'm trying to trade him for you know basically early first round picks but and that's just flex league, but this is just this is overkill. And the fact that only thirty eight percent of the folks so far that have voted are on the Aaron Rodgers, Sony Michelle side just shows me that a lot of Twitter does not have, um, or should not have the vote the right to vote on super flex traits. You know, you know what's <laughs> funny? It doesn't usually happen. It doesn't usually happen. But I think Shane actually swayed me the other way to go that direction you know i i immediately thought about the fact that you had those other two guys and then you go ahead and you do that but actually if you look at it as your team you're right why do you do you have to throw in something else and if you are going to do something like that go get something else too with it so maybe you're right maybe i jumped on it too quick you could get more out of rogers and michelle than just getting christian mccaffrey now would i do that would i give you rogers and michelle for mccaffrey i I might do that, but yeah. that would be selling a little too low on my assets. It's just yeah. not something you want to do. You want to get as much as you can. You swayed me, Shane. So there you go. Nice man. You convinced Mike, <laughs> and that's why you accumulate so many wide or so many quarterbacks. I mean, first right. of all, I I don't feel comfortable with less than four quarterbacks in a super flex league. Just yeah. so, you know, buys can fall in a way that where you're missing. Yep. You know, two of them at a time, injuries. You could be in a position, you can still end up in a position where you don't have a starting quarterback. You you definitely want one at super flex at all times. And the Every best week, way yeah. to do that is with yeah. a minimum of four quarterbacks on roster. So, yeah. but then once you have right. that, you get to, you, you know, you get to si- kind of set the price. It's It's like owning the mint, you know, you get to, you get to decide what they're worth at that point. Yep, yeah, I agree. It's a great position of leverage. You should have it. Yeah. Stomper, are you about to argue with me? Yes. I was. I hope so. Oh, come on. I Well, and I've been in so many drafts with John of of late that I've seen how he drafts in Superflex, and he definitely man, don't say goes like for that, that man. four or go, goes <laughs> four or five quarterbacks deep, I which don't is like fine. Your tone right I do that, too. 
I, I generally I generally go like two higher end quarterbacks and then like a Joe Flacco and Eli Manning just for those bye weeks. But I mean, to each their own in terms of strategy. Um, yeah, and with this, it's it's one of those things where it's like you have three probably top ten quarterbacks. So if you're going to trade one, I would want like a lower end quarterback back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. Yeah, you should if you're trading away a quarterback, you should at least get something in return. To, to do the two to two, which would be McCaffrey and either a pick where you could draft a quarterback or something, even if it's fucking Alex Smith, something. Yeah. Well, maybe not Alex Smith because he might not ever walk again. I was going to say, yeah, not Alex Smith. That's an but... exaggeration, Shane, obviously. This is called exaggerating. I'm just kidding, dude. Oh, uh, no. We better move on before we get into another fight. <laughs> no, no one's going to fight on this show. All right. Next up 12 this... team super flex. Oh, I didn't see that part. So this is from uh, <laughs> this is from Peter Mayer, and it came to both the Superflex Show account and the Trades HQ account. Is this John Mayer's um cousin? No, it's Wait, it's spelled different, but probably yeah. But no, we'll just assume it is it's allegedly John Mayer's dad, Peter. <laughs> so this is a half PPR tight end premium six point passing touchdown Superflex league. That, uh, that Mr. Mayor is in. And it's uh, Pat Mahomes, James White, and Mark Andrews for Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, and James Washington. Mahomes. <sighs> that Devontae Adams one throws a... Yeah, it does. Henry, yeah. Adams, Washington. I like everything except for Josh Allen. Yeah, And, and since the other side is Mahomes, I got to take it. Sorry. Just because Mahomes is so much better than Josh Allen. Sorry, who is on the Mahomes side again? James White and Mark Andrews, I'm going to guess that is. Yeah. Yeah. God. I don't mind Andrews, but... It's that six-point touchdown that... Yeah. yeah. And and bonus points for 300 yards receiving. Or, excuse me, well, that'd be really good, but 300 yards passing... (laughs) Um, and then bonus for 200 yards receiving, which not a lot of people hit that 200 yard receiving bonus. That's one of the. It's bonuses. amazing that we're looking at it that far because I I agree that there's things to look at, and you're seeing Devonte Adams, James Washington, Derrick Henry. I like all three of those players, particularly Henry and Washington, but I don't like Josh Allen. I look at the other side and I see Pat Mahomes, and I you know I don't care what the other stuff is. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, no. I'm taking the Mahomes side. That's just me. But I'm not, I'm going to stop talking now. Get <laughs> Stomp, where are you going, my friend? And and mind you, this is the guy that the Mahomes truther. Um, I, I think I got. I I'm going to have to agree with Jeremy. I just J- Josh Allen's too much of a question mark for me, and Devontae Adams doesn't make up for that gap between Mahomes and Allen. Yeah, plus half PPR, six-point yeah. passing touchdown. Like, that, that is kind of important because that is such a premium on quarterbacks. That's just yep. – you know, that it just inflates them to a point where, honestly, the, that entire first round should be quarterbacks in that start. Oh, I know. And people don't I, – I saw Bill Latin in our um, Trade Attic 6 uh, league talking about how we draft quarterbacks high. That's in four-point – touchdown leagues in six yeah. point touchdown leagues are you kidding me that in a way that shouldn't that's almost too good 
Like I, I try to make my super flex leagues quarterbacks four points because it's just uh, it kind of balances it a little bit better. But in six point, oh my god, dude, you should yeah, the first twelve picks should be quarterbacks. Right. Well, plus right. plus also that bonus, that bonus at three hundred yards passing. You know the way the league is now, a lot of these guys are hitting that every week, so you could be getting that bonus too. Uh, it, I, it looks like we're all on the same side here, all going from Mahomes. It's that yeah, it's that six point touchdown that really seals it. I mean, Mahomes yeah. had what fifty? He had fifty touchdowns last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's three hundred points just for touchdowns. That's just yeah. a, that's Allen a Mahomes had. premium is essentially yeah. what. Yeah, it's a Mahomes premium. It's a Mahomes league. And how many? And how many three hundred yard plus games did he have? I, I I don't all of them. Just yeah. everyone. So, no, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So it's it's way too much of an advantage. Yeah. Yeah, really so this is. one was two to one in favor of Mahomes. Really yeah. should have been a hundred to nothing. Yeah. All right, next one though. This is from Dynasty All Day. This came to me and the Trades HQ account. It's <laughs> a twelve team super flex PPR tight end premium Devi with a fully loaded Devi. It's it's a startup, so all of the all of twenty twenties players are available. They're this all so sexy and young. <laughs> young oh my and, God. Young and uh, Remember, we did, they, uh, you don't have the protection of me editing you, so be careful. We all know how 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 much of a degenerate that Shane is. So it's yeah, funny. pretty much. But you guys don't know how much editing I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you can ever know. I, I'm one of the few people that does know how much well, editing goes yeah, on. John does podcast. know, yes. Yeah, John, you know what's going on. All right, so what do we got here with the trade then? <laughs> All right, so this is Joe Mixon for three uh, three Debbie picks, 109, First. 110, and 111. So they're later Devi picks, but there's three of them in a fully loaded no, Devi, and it's every Devi. So you're saying no, no Devi picks? Those are first rounders, dude. First right. three, first three top twelve Devi picks. You know how much money you get out of those picks? Just think about the DFF blue chips league sites. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. When when it's fully loaded, you mean so there's no none of those players have been taken yet. So because like we're in that blue chips one where there's 120 Devi players already yeah. on people. Yeah. You're getting what yeah. you yeah. have on you're getting your you you're going eight players before you take your nine, ten and eleven picks. Eight players are gone and values are all over the place still you're getting guys that are like you're in your top 10. I mean, you're getting incredible talent three times that. And then do you want that or mixing the well, sure so, thing, the Bengal so, starting running back? Yeah. See, so the thing is, is when you're talking about if those were regular first round picks, you would do it because you already know those players this time. They're not first round picks in the sense that they're not on any teams yet, but you could yeah. still come up with 12 really good players that you think could be those three guys. Three so amazing players. Yeah. yeah. At this point, with that kind of trade, especially with it fully loaded, and like Shane says, all the sexy players available, I, I would go for those three picks too. Normally, I'd take the mix inside, but yeah, normally I would the Debbie too. drafts that I've done and what comes out of the first round, especially when you know what you're doing, you got a full board to choose from. Wow. Yeah. I like the Debbie side myself. I don't particularly usually like Debbies, but yeah, I would too. Yeah, I like, I, I like the mix inside. I've been playing in Debbie leagues long enough to know yeah, that. Yeah, I hear you. Have been successful in those Debbie leagues? <laughs> yes. But, the, you know, there's guys that, that you absolutely, if you go back two years ago, were surefire, going to be studs, and are already washed out of the NFL. Um, 
you know, and that's not to say that guys like Trevor Lawrence and uh, Tua and Cam Akers and Brian Edwards and what J.K. Dobbins, you know, there's there's a whole list of guys. Not all of them are going to wash out, but enough of them are going to wash out. You think the hit rate's low in rookie picks? The hit rate for heavy picks is probably. I, I, half of what it is of rookie picks. I'm going to go with Mixon, and I also like. I, I really am big on Mixon. I think he's a top five running back next year. Definitely top forward. ten. I, I think the Mixon side is the way to go for this. But man, the the top three picks like that, uh, first rounders and Debbie is nice. And I have a probably a better record of hitting and not striking out in Debbie picks. And I still am reluctant to just like flip, but. And it's funny because for me, with yeah, all these Devies, with all these Devy leagues that we're in, you guys know I trade away all my Devy picks and all my Devy players. I'll so do it I look all of them, but in blue chips, I do. yeah. Well, and I look at it as like that's three pieces that I can move and do something else with it. I like Joe Mixon too, but I, in this case, especially being in February, I would take those three picks, and I think I could get more with those three picks. Whether Mixon. I whether I draft those players or trade yeah, them, that's what I'm looking good at. for Mixon. That, the value of those is a little bit better in total than the value of mixing what people Correct. are paying. I think you're right. Yeah. That's how I look at it, yeah. It's it's a tough one, man. It depends on what you're looking at. And that's why it's a question being asked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a toughie. It's a toughie. You so, get the toughie? <laughs> so what's up, Stomp? Where are you at? Trade of the week. Yeah, this is rough because, the, I mean, there's some very, very good running backs coming up. So you have, like, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift. Mm. Um, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins, Eno Benjamin's in there, though he's not, I mean, Jesus way Christ. up there. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Johnson, wide receiver. There's <clears> right. And he's probably better than any of the wide receivers in this class. I so, think so it's just, I love Mixon. And I, I mean, he showed a lot on a relatively poor Bengals team last season. But. When you have those top three and you get like the chance to take the talent that's coming out and what we've seen, I almost have to take those Debbie picks. Yep. You know what? Even if you only hit on one of those, it'll probably it still be, be better than Joe Mixon. <laughs> right. I mean, you're you're talking about Joe Mixon level talent and and one of those running backs. So, assuming they fall, I mean, and it is a super flex. I mean, and I'm not as versed in the quarterbacks. So like I said, I only know the the top probably the, what the top two is Lawrence and and Tua. Sure. I, don't, I don't know who else is. You know, I, I understand next year's class is supposed to be pretty decent. So maybe well, yeah. the, the Oregon quarterback that was supposed to come out this year. Oh, uh, uh, Herbert. Herbert. That's right. Yeah, and, and Jake, Jake Fromm really will come good. out next yeah. year. Jake uh, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, I guess you'll definitely get one of those running backs, and then it's looking at do I think that. Just for instance, Travis Etienne is going to be better than Joe Mixon or as good as. And then I also have two other draft picks to, to a, you know, to build on. I can understand why you would take the Debbie side because Debbie picks are sexy as hell. Yep. Players are sexy as hell. It's just. You know why you can't I'm look at it though? Like, apples to apples. It's because you have to wait so long to realize the value of those Debbie picks. And Especially that's why you're I taking a freshman away. or a sophomore, you're talking two, three, four years down the road before you have somebody that's at Mixon's level to realize that his talent's better. So you're giving away an asset that you can use to win now for, you know, basically, um, you know, opportunity cost. 
and part of it is why I talk about that's why you traded away to try to get some other pieces. But it's that's that's always everybody's philosophy on how they play Devi would be the way that they would make their decision on whether they do this trade or not. Forsaking the future, I mean the present for the future. That's what most of those guys do. All right, next one. This came from Matthias. Oh my God, what is that name? Schlosserack. That's wild, man. I'm pretty sure no one ever wants to hear that about their last name. I was just going to say. The reason I'm laughing, I'm not laughing at the pronunciation. He's from Germany, I think. Yeah, but it was John going, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And that's coming from the guy with, I've heard every variation of my last name through through the years. So I I have no room to talk. Nobody ever says sight when they say Matthias, I speak a little German, so I just want to say Guggenheim. Guggenheim. <laughs> uh, so, so now that we've all butchered this stuff, so what is the trade? Uh, yeah, sorry, Matthias. Um, but we're still going to talk about your trade uh, because you were nice enough to send it to every last one of us. Um, Sweet. Yeah, so this is, a, this is a 10-team PPR, two-quarterback league, actually. And it's uh, Deshaun Watson, Anthony Miller, and a 2021st. For Michael Thomas, Andy Dalton, and Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Wait, 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 actually... wait, 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 no, that's not the right trade. Yes, it is. I'm looking at it right now. You're on the next one then, because it's. Oh, Deshaun did did Matthias send us two? Might have. Sorry, sorry, man. So he we'll run that back. He, <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Delete me. So he also he also indicated that he could swap out Ryan Tannehill for Derek Carr. That might be. <laughs> That might be the other one, but so the one I'm looking at right now, it's it's uh, Watson, Anthony Miller, and a 2021st on one side, Michael Thomas, Andy Dalton, and either Ryan Tannehill or Derek Carr on the other side. I see. I'm looking at the the text above the the trade poll where he's got all the details: ten team PPR, two quarterback. All like you said, quarterback Watson, Cam Winston. He's saying what he has on his team. Yeah, I so got he's, it. He's fairly strong at quarterback with. Cam and, and well, it is a ten team league. So. Yeah, yeah, two two quarterback though, so that's that's part of this. Jameis Winston right now is his QB three, so it kind of depends on where you stand on Winston. Uh, is, is how you feel about his roster? I would say. Yeah, that, that's some context. All the stuff he provided above the trade, which is really nice of him. All right, so I, I, you know, this is just how my brain works. Anthony Miller in the 2020, uh, 2021st for Michael Thomas is, uh, it's not a wash. It's probably like 60 40. But Watson to Dalton is like 90 10. Yeah, um, right. not even the Watson side wins. I don't, I don't I care. I love Michael Thomas. I like James Winston and I like Cam Newton. Both of those guys have struggled in the past, though, and one's. You know, coming off shoulder surgery, even though it's not expected to sideline them. I, even in a 10 team, I, I, I still want the stronger quarterbacks here. I'm going to stick with the Watson side. That's the right answer for me, too. Watson Miller in the first, even though I love Michael Thomas, it's just not, he's not enough to uh, uh, buffer the Watson side. That's huge. No, yeah, no, no question. Nobody cares about Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I was just gonna say nobody cares about Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Even his wife doesn't really care what? anymore. Wow, well, yeah, she does. Yeah, oh, she damn. does. 
yeah, yeah. And, and, and oh. you're supposed to say allegedly also when you say that. So. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> Wait, is that? Is that, not, is that not, I, I think it's inferred that, you know, I'm saying allegedly. It's implied. She, uh, she, uh, she always sticks up for him on uh yes. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no insult. So did Jay Cutler's wife. Okay, we're going down a way. <laughs> no, Jay Cutler is amazing. John, John, go on to the next one. As, uh, we didn't even hear from Stompy. Stompy, can you add some sense into this? Not just say something. I just, I, I'm, I'm just loving these like rants. <laughs> we're gonna be, we're the, we're the gossip column uh, podcast now. Yeah, and if I don't have him say allegedly, I'm always worried. So. <laughs> um. Watson is my QB four. Yeah. Uh, Miller showed flashes, but really it's Watson and the twenty, the twenty twenty first for me. Yes, yes. So you won the Scott Fishbowl. Come on now. Yeah, I did. It's 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 Watson the twenty twenty first. Anthony Miller's a throw in, and it's yes, a decent throw in at that. So, yeah, definitely taking that side. Yep. Yep. Good answer. So Good answer. unanimous. It actually came out fifty six percent to forty four percent. That was that's to me that's way too close. But oh my! Well, God. I think, I think I Shane brought up a good point that like people on Twitter don't understand Superflex. No, I don't think even they though do. like they're even though it's gaining in popularity, they start seeing the they start hearing quarterbacks don't matter, and then they see a quarterback on a trade, and they don't read the actual poll itself. They're like, oh man, that's it's Michael Thomas versus a quarterback. Who cares? Yeah, I, I think a lot of times people see the names too, like you said. Even if they don't think about the quarterback, somebody saw Michael Thomas and they're like, "Oh, that's the answer." Yeah. And you know? here's the thing, kids: JJ Zachariason, love that guy. Late round quarterback works in uh, redraft; it can work for you. But in dynasty, if you're in a super flex league, don't do late round quarterback. That's just stupid. Yeah. You'll fucking lose. You heard that, Bill Latin? You heard that? You could do it in one quarterback league, like you said, but in a super flex, that's just I'm not I'm not even attempting that. And again, even if you're going to lose, nope. it's a losing strategy. I tried it; it didn't work. I uh, tried it a couple years ago. I was very proud of myself, and um, it went. He off. was allegedly. Oh, the record stands. He's allegedly proud of himself. Yes. No, he's the one saying it, so it doesn't have to be so alleged. There we go. <laughs> There we go. I'm the one saying. Again, John, like I told you a few minutes ago, you should oh go on the next one because we're way John's off. John's got to start up. <laughs> Mike acts like we're on the radio and the FCC is going to come down on us because we were picking on Jay Cutler and Ryan Tannehill. Oh, my what? God. John, 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 <laughs> you're taking over your show, and I don't appreciate it personally. Um, <laughs> so. time to move on a couple Which times. startup? Is this, is this our, our league? One of yeah. our early. Is this it is, This is Trade Attic 6, which oh, okay. uh, I'm in this. all of us but Blitz are in that one. I don't know how that happened, but uh, Sorry, don't ask me. we need oh, yeah. to, we'll, we'll have to shame. You're allegedly probably, not so, in. Dynasty Outhouse is the one who started this one. We'll probably have to bully him until he quits, and then Sipes <laughs> uh, can take over his his team. Thanks, <laughs> and, Russ. Uh, and just to make things interesting, we'll have Stompy Kamish. Oh, yeah. oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I, I, I'd be become a very much a dictator. So, yeah. Really? Oh yes. Dude, he won Scott Fishbowl. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> You're yes, the one who asked for his autograph. I just shook his hand. I am the best. I am the best fantasy football player, at least for a year. In the world. Yep. <laughs> Well, I don't know, dude. They they don't have the Scott Fish Ball in like Japan, do they? 
Well, but I mean, I think they we call should. like the yeah, NFL really. Super Bowl winners world champions, right? So yeah. Well, isn't the internet all over the world? So couldn't there yeah. be some? Oh more shit! People? You're right. Yeah, right. You so the world is the world fucking champion. So wait, let me get this straight. This isn't just the American um, <laughs> internet. It's not. Like, it's not like American Idol and X Factor and <laughs> right. you know, like India. X Factor <laughs> like American wasn't Idol. an actual American thing either. So <laughs> exactly, American exactly. Idol. Again, we're way off track now. <laughs> right. what's, what's the trade, John? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We already went over this, anyways. Like we we actually said that this could technically be the Universal Championship because oh. it, it's yep. it's really you you. All you have to have is an email account. Come down from whatever other planet you're living on, sign up for Gmail real quick, and and you're in. Hey, but you got to be careful. The new Space Force is probably going to ratchet down how high you can be in the atmosphere before you can set up a Gmail account. I'm just saying. John. That might be true. That might be true. Uh, Yeah, I'm falling into the in Yeah, the John. You're, Sipes. Yep, you are. Um, <laughs> I, like, I like how Sipes did Papa Sipes again and be like, Everybody needs a grand. Everybody needs the grandfather over there who who has to go to bed because he's getting up in four hours. Oh yeah, like like I go to bed. The two of you guys go to bed as soon as we're done, and I'm up hours. But go ahead, John. What's the trade? This show. This ain't your show. You chill. (laughs) So. I I might actually be stalling a little bit on this one because I know I'm going to have to answer for this uh, on Twitter. But here's the trade. All right, so I was drafting from the 107. I traded my entire draft, plus my 2021st and my 2022nd, to the guy in uh, at 1.01. I got back almost his entire draft, except for his, uh, it would have been like 16th, 17th, and 18th picks. Um, but yeah. beyond that, I, I, got, I got the rest of his draft. Just his entire draft position. It was a crazy trade. I remember when I saw it, I was questioning what was going on. Yeah. And here's the kicker, though. Saquon Barkley had already been selected at 1.01. <laughs> oh, wait. So you went to the 102. No, 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 no. He went to the 101. I went to 101. He, he I got for, Saquon Barkley. He got Saquon. And the rest of that draft position for the rest of the draft. Hey, Brian Hart, did you hear that? He went and traded for Saquano uh, Saquano one. Saquano oh, eight. so you're yep. saying he was already picked, man? Yeah. That's what he so he basically swapped complete drafts, except for those few picks, and got Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Well, and that's this, what he would would have done anyways if he got the one on one. And he gave up a first and a second. No, he, he absolutely would not have done that with the one on one. Yeah, I he wouldn't have given away the future. So then, so then, why did you do it then? Who cares about uh, the futures? Just because I know the way this league values Saquon Barkley, I have him ranked eighth overall in my Superflex rankings. Number one is Aaron Rodgers, and uh-huh. I absolutely and he's got that wrong him. right away. I could have yeah. got that yeah, that's already wrong. But I, I, I know that I could get Aaron Rodgers plus in this league for Saquon Barkley, which is nuts. <laughs> And so, that's probably true. Yeah, that's well, smart. I gotta go look at yeah, my quarterback can, because, real quick. Because the quarterbacks, I mean, there are guys that don't even have more than one quarterback. All it's right. Fun. So the best part of this is, so you wait, Shane. You're saying you're in this league? Yeah, we, we both are. I'm not saying right. it. it's a fact. You're the only John, one uh, John, of John, GH, 
GTHQ that's not in the league. Oh, that's right. I'm the one not in it. Yeah. So, John, you're going to get a trade from Shane within the next, like, three, four minutes. Your phone's going to change. And it's going to be whatever quarterbacks he has, he's going to make a trade with you or try to for Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And yeah. Antonio Brown might be in there, too. Hmm. But no, hmm. I, I get what you're interesting. So I'm clear. You just basically the whole pick was you swapped earlier draft positions. You gave him earlier picks in every round, and your first and your second round picks. Uh, I think uh, you got fleeced a little bit, actually. But that's me. Really? I when it came through, I, I don't think John got fleeced at all because of the value place on. The, sorry, Shane. Go ahead. Oh, I'm saying I did. I didn't. When I same thing like you, I opened the trade and I saw there was too many numbers and letters. Yeah, somebody immediately. <laughs> I, I don't think Hogue. I don't think you gave up too much to get Barkley. First of all, thinking of him as an asset, but even if you were just gonna, I mean, to trade, but even if you were just gonna hold on to him, I don't think what you gave away in the future, if you assume that he's everybody's 101, which that's what they're saying, that's how it's panning out. I th- I think that's a a great trade on your part. I didn't realize that's how it went down. I so essentially gave reason, away a one and a two next year. Yeah, yeah, next well, year. Well, the reason I much? say that, he gave up 16, 17, 18 in this draft, which not that much value. I think you, pr- you probably could have gotten away with just the 2021st to move up that much. I'm not saying I would do it, but I'm saying I can see why you did, and I don't think you lost, if that makes sense. Nice. I think the the strategy that you used makes sense. It's sound. It's actually really sophisticated, and the fact that you can f- you know flip Saquon at any point for what you want wanted anyway, and not really lose more than the first and second next year, which you can always get back by trading players away anyway. I don't think you lost. That's all I'm saying. I'm yeah. very confused because I don't even know what he traded. So I'm going to say it was basically he swapped <laughs> uh, draft profiles with the guy that had Barkley. He just swapped his whole draft, and, and he lost the guy who drafted Barkley. Got Barkley, and then the a few picks in the middle gave those away as well as the first and second next year. You didn't okay, give so away that much. So you lost a uh, 15th and a 16th rounder. Is that right? Uh, looks like it was uh, 17th, 18th, and 19th. So I'm right in the middle right now of that of that dead spot where I don't get any. I didn't have any picks for it's like a dead spot anyway. I didn't, I didn't want but yeah, than, yeah, that's the thing. Seventeen oh one, which is one the first pick that I gave up. That ended up being rookie pick two eleven. Did you trade with Bill Latin? Did he have the one hundred one? Yes. Yes. Two eleven is crazy. I love him, but he's crazy. And a two two eleven in a super flex draft obviously holds a little more weight, but not so much weight that that it almost. I mean, it's the end of the second round. So even if you consider what a mid first round equivalent in a non super flex, I still don't know what you traded. So I'm just saying words. So good job. It's interesting yeah. too. It's it's interesting when you said you did it to be able to move uh, Barkley for potential. Aaron Rodgers plus, you know, which is who you would have took at 1-7 if he had fallen to you. Did, the, the one thing I'm wondering, did you initiate this trade or did Bill come to you with it? I So he said that he was open to trading Saquon after he made the pick. Um, I, I initiated the trade and it, it was it was really interesting negotiations with Bill because I started off by saying, all right, I've got several offers for you. My most dynamic one is basically we just swap swap our entire draft and then i'll give you my 2020 first and second and uh i said but i'll send you a few more offers just in case you don't want to make something that big 
And mm-hmm. he he basically laughed at all my other offers, and I thought I was just out of it. I thought he was going to trade Saquon to somebody else entirely, and then he comes back to me with my original offer of basically swapping our, our drafts other than he added on those those few picks in the middle. So it ended up being 211, uh, Blake Bortles, and <laughs> uh, uh, like – Blake Jarwin or something like that. It was it, it was, was garbage. So in the in the long run, it was nothing. So no, yeah, yeah. So so you gave up you gave up a first and a second next year for for Barkley, and it's yeah, I, I definitely think that it's a good trade for you. Whether you trade Barkley or keep Barkley, I still think it's a good trade. Nice. I don't because I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm biased See, against you. That, that that's that's ah. kind of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know what happened. So good I job. know Shane. Shane is too confused. So what, what? What do we got there? It looks like we got a couple left there. What do we got? Two more trades left, or you got more? What's the DM trades? Well, yeah, oh. we've we've got a few of them here. Um, Let's go through them all. Let's do it. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. it, it feels but, like how much? How much show do you actually have right now? This is one of those. We're over an hour at this point, and none of these trades involves a quarterback. <laughs> so I I think that we could really just wrap it up. I'd like to end my show with the aristocrats ending. <laughs> oh my god! So Please. yeah, I mean that could be a good one to end it off with, and then I mean because yeah. it was all about you, and it was a big one to discuss. So all about me is always good. I'm always I'm always down to, <laughs> to wrap it there. So yeah, let's let's wrap this episode up for the week and uh, wrap really it up. Shit. <laughs> you really want to thank the Trades HQ guys for coming on. Uh, can, can you guys tell us where to find your work? You can find us on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. <laughs> Shane is at DFF underscore Shane. Jeremy's at DFF underscore Madman. And I'm at FF Blitz. And we want to thank you for having us on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, John. You know, we really appreciate you, man. By the way, I want I want Shane to explain the data don't score score points. <laughs> No, that's hilarious. He stole a a troll's line. No, no, there was a a situation that happened. It was a troll on Twitter. Actually, you don't even know. It was a a troll on Twitter. Um, Someone, I I forget who, but basically someone um, screenshotted a trade poll to someone they were trying to make a trade with, which also is usually not a good idea. That usually pisses people off. So he he sent it to the guy, but then he showed us the text messages (laughs) back from the guy. And the guy was basically like uh, FF Stompy. Who the fuck is that guy? (laughs) (laughs) DFF underscore Shane. Who the fuck is he? Um, And then these guys are idiots. So, yeah. So then he showed one of the text messages later. And one of the things that I just zeroed in on because it was priceless was the guy's comment basically saying data don't score points. And I said, that is so stupid that. I need to co-op that and exactly. use it. Because it's really <laughs> it, data it doesn't sense. score points. Yeah, it, whatever, it, dude. Yeah. it was essentially the who the f*** is <laughs> Shane, and that's what triggered things to get into that. I'm surprised that's not it. the name. The new, uh, no, the I just, you know, the data don't score points because it's grammatically incorrect. It's, you're it's, an editor. It's that's also, not cool. Completely yeah. incorrect in the sense that, well, actually, points are data. So there, yeah, yes. that's that was my thing. There's there's kind of um, a lot of of st- layers to the stupidity there. So yeah, that's, <laughs> it's just it's all impressive. Wrong. 
Yes, it was so stupid that I think it's actually correct. So, <laughs> data don't score yeah. That's uh, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Points are data, so yeah. They don't I like how you co opted it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I okay, I like that. Um Hey John, where can we find you? <laughs> in your podcast and your friends. Yeah, we, your would you like to tell you our can, audience you can about find you? me right here. Yeah. I, I don't know. This might break my brain because yeah, I mean you can find me right here on the podcast that you're already that you already found. Yeah, exactly. Like you already found me, so why do I tell you where to find me? We well, always used to think that was people, silly. People sometimes find you by accident, right? Uh, maybe they just hear a disembodied voice in the distance. Disembodied. <laughs> they 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 follow the sounds of it, and they're like, "I like that voice. Where can I find it again?" So I would Podbean and Stitcher and such. That's a good one too, because John has a, a very distinct voice and laugh and everything that he has on the radio. And if I heard it or podcast, if I heard it, I'd want to find out more about you. Nice. Well, that's kind of stuff. That's very kind. Thanks, most I... most people listen to the podcast at one and a half to two times, and I think it was John Debari that told me that I sound like uh, sound like Beavis when I laugh when it's sped up. <laughs> so it's better than Kermit the Frog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like Patrick that's Mahomes. Oh my god, yeah. that's amazing. Sorry, <laughs> and Stompy. Um, while I'm on the show, do you want to go ahead and make a bold prediction about? Scott Fishbowl 2019. Have you retired? Or no, no. you're gonna defend? You're gonna repeat? I got I'm gonna repeat. It's fine. Okay. I know what I'm doing. I got I, I, won, I won four leagues last year. It's fine. Look. <laughs> hey, and, uh, I just want everyone to know that I'm not giving Stompy a hard time because if I had done what Stompy did, I'd be fucking unbearable. And uh <laughs> just yeah, like I, I would be uh, <laughs> Douchebag about it. Like anytime anyone questioned me about anything on Twitter, like oh Just Shane, you the belt. wrong. I'd be like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I won Scott Fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> we were afraid that would happen if you won the listener league. So yeah, gosh, thank I God you did it. Oh, modest person won. I didn't even tweet it out or post it on Facebook or put an ornament on my tree or anything. I just won and modestly accepted my victory. And it's so awesome that we've now taken over the goodbye segment of this show as well. <laughs> yeah. People want to hear you. I'm, I'm love, gonna... We love you guys. I'm gonna go ahead and do the outro with you guys here, just to just to see what happens. I don't know if I'll make it all the way through or not, and I'm kind of betting on not. But yeah, <laughs> check out the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Everybody is already listening to it anyway, so why am I telling you? But if you aren't, you're messing up. Check it out. But we'll wrap it up there for the week. And as we do, ask you for a quick favor: if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also subscribe to the DLF Family of Podcasts Mega Feed and get access to all of the great podcasts from DLF. And once you're subscribed, if you give us a rating and review, not all podcatchers give you the option, but on the ones that do, those ratings and reviews help us to expand our reach, get out to a larger audience, involve more people in the conversation so that we can really zero in on the topics that are the most useful to you, the listener. In, in the vein of listener interaction, send us your trades on Twitter at SuperFlexShow. You can also send them to any one of us individually. Stompy's at FFStompy. James is at underscore JamesTheBrain. And I'm at SuperFlexDude. And again, send them to those Dynasty Trades HQ boys as well. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and also, um, 
John's an awesome dude. Um, and if you're not following him, well, that's kind of silly because you're listening to his podcast. So you should <laughs> follow him too. Yeah, Don't listen point. to me until you follow me. That's a <laughs> that's a very good rule to, to live by. I agree with that. Be- right. Yeah, hit that five star. All right, for uh, <laughs> uh, super flexible. Flex super sh- easy. Get five star easy. Oh my god! <laughs> Make sure you give five stars on that iTunes radio so people find our friends the Super Flex Super Friends Show. Super 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 the outro without us it all up for him. <laughs> Make sure you give the five stars to the Superflex show because it's an awesome show and uh, John is awesome. Stompy is awesome. Uh, James is awesome. And Travis, I did the aristocrats just for you. <laughs> yeah, that's the opposite of a dad joke. Alright. Oh. Yep, so that'll do it. Thank you to Heart and Soul Radio for the song The Addiction that we use as our intro and outro music and above all else. Thank you to each and every one of you for listening. Until next week, stay sexy and super flexy. Yeah,